Welcome to day 175 of Rockcliffe's 365 Days of the Bible. Today I want to share a highlight from our readings which can be found in 1 Kings chapter 15 verses 1 to 24 and 2 Chronicles chapter 13 to chapter 16, but with a focus on 2 Chronicles chapter 15 verses 11 through 19. On that day they sacrificed to the Lord 700 cattle and 7,000 sheep and goats from the plunders they had taken in the battle. Then they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord, the God of their ancestors, with all of their heart and soul. They agreed that anyone who refused to seek the Lord, the God of Israel, would be put to death, whether young or old, man or woman. They shouted out their oath to the loyalty of God with trumpets blaring and ram's horns uh, sounding. All in Judah were happy about this covenant, for they had entered into it with all their heart. They earnestly sought God and sought after him, and they found him, and the Lord gave them rest from their enemies on every side. King Asa even disposed of his uh, grandmother, Makkah, from her position as queen mother because she had made an obscure Asherah pole. He cut down her obscure pole, broke it up, and burned it in the Kidron Valley. Although the pagan shrines were not removed from Israel, Asa's heart remained completely faithful throughout his life. He brought into the temple of God the silver and gold and the various items that he and his father had dedicated. So there was no more war until the 35th year of his reign. This is very interesting because his father before him had a change of heart and followed God wholeheartedly in battle against the northern kingdom. And his de- declaration was, you might be greater in numbers than us, but you, you won't win because God is with us and we follow him and you've followed pagan gods and done despicable things. And they won and then we see that uh, Asa becomes the next king and likewise has faith in God to fight his battles. In fact, one of the wonderful ones is they're surrounded surrounded by men on both sides and they cry out to God and we're told that God and his army are the ones that come to their rescue. And from this, they're given a prophecy and, uh, and the king and the people hear that prophecy, they hear that declaration of who God is and who he wants them to be and they respond. And that's what we're reading. We're reading the response to the son of a king who who sought to serve God, and the son sought to serve God. And, and we'll see this throughout the Chronicles and, and First and Second Kings, that there are some good kings in the southern kingdom. And Asa decides, hey, you know what? We've seen God be faithful multiple times, so we're going to make a covenant. But what's interesting is that they sought, to, <laughs> they sought the Lord with all their hearts and souls, and they found him. That's the part that I love. They sought him with all their hearts and souls and they found him. The other thing that we see is that the entire kingdom was happy about the covenant because they all earnestly wanted to follow it. They entered into it with all their hearts and they sought after God. Like the, That line there is just powerful because it's a reminder of God's promises. We all quote Jeremiah 29, 11, lots, and it's a great verse. But the, the condition to you'll find him is when you seek him with all that you are, you'll find him. And they do. And we're told that, you know, reading the Old Testament, there are some difficult passages to get through. Hey, 
They said, anyone who's not going to follow us in serving God, we're going to, they're essentially getting snuffed. And through our new covenant eyes, where there's a lot of forgiveness and there's recompense and, and the, some of the, the older <laughs> laws, we don't necessarily, you know, we don't, we don't stone people to death anymore. And I'm glad for that because Christ covers a multitude of sins and his forgiveness is wide and wonderful. But in this moment, you've got to remember that Asa has seen two kingdoms succumb to destruction and chaos through just horrific ritual sacrifice and uh, prostitution and debauchery. So this is, this is a king who's seen his grandfather not do great and has seen the neighboring kingdom not do great and decide, listen, we're doing this, all of us, all of us, no matter what. And, and once again, when we, when we hear these words, purge, and when we hear the wipeout, that stirs up you know, some anxiety in the hearts of you know, us as, as modern-day believers because we don't subscribe to purging of the wicked and the sinful. We ask for God to do the changing and for God to move. And that's how it should be. But in this particular moment, in this particular passage of time, and we are reading a historical piece here, that they decided to do something ex- extreme and drastic, but still within you know, what they were commanded to do. Hey, remove from you anyone who will not follow me wholeheartedly because they will entice you back into sin. And while this seems extreme, you got to remember that Jesus in the New Testament said, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Better to lose a part of your body than for all of you to end up in hellfire. And the core of both of those messages is you as a Christian need to take the precautions to make sure you don't succumb to temptation. God gives us strength, God gives us wisdom, and we serve a God of mercy and of love. But when we flirt with temptation, when we don't take the time to properly remove ourselves from its allure, don't be surprised if you fall into the pit. You stand over a hole looking into it, there's a good chance eventually the ground's going to give way. You're going to fall in whether you want to or not. We stay away from the hole, we stay away from the line. We ally ourselves in our hearts with scripture, prayer, and those around us. Make that covenant in your heart. Search your heart today. Ask yourself, am I giving God all of me? Am I seeking him with all my heart and soul? And I would challenge you and encourage you, hey, recommit. Recommit. Say, God, I'm going to try and give you more today than I gave you yesterday. And every day, take those steps closer to him. Because when we seek him with all that we are, we will find him. And that's powerful. And that should make our hearts glad. May you be encouraged by the word and built up in spirit. Join us tomorrow for another highlight. And until then, be blessed.